Hey, everybody, welcome back to another edition of DPH Clinical. I got the guys from Colorado Surgical Institute. What's up, Tahir? What's up, Brisky? How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. What's up, brother? Listeners, if you were listening on the last episode, we didn't gloss over it completely, but we didn't give Brisky the pat on the back that he needed, that he deserved for closing closing five (laughs) cases in three weeks. Five cases in three weeks, guys. I knew he was going to close you. (laughs) (laughs) So Brisky's on fire. He is just, something is burning up inside him, and he is ready to share it. And we just figured we'd just do this episode on marketing. Let's talk about marketing. So marketing for big cases. How do we do it? What do you guys do? You need to think about marketing as like fast fuel and slow fuel. So the fast fuel is stuff that you're going to be like spending money on right away, like Google pay-per-clicks, Facebook ads, all of that. And then the slow fuel is you got to just envision, you got to beat on that drum for long enough for everyone to hear it. And it takes years and years and years to build that type of awareness in your community and the surrounding communities. For example, number one, you got to get testimonials. Like before and after pictures, I feel like everybody has before and after pictures, which are good. They are absolutely good. So what I do is I have before and after pictures in a folder when the patient comes in for a consultation, it's like hundreds of them, right? And in the beginning, when you don't have hundreds of them, take like 10 pictures of the same patient and like orient them with different numbers. So as you scroll through it, you're scrolling through like still a hundred before and afters, but the appearance to the patient is like, you've done this thing a gazillion times. And you're like, oh yeah, this patient reminds me of you. And then, oh yeah, this patient reminds me of you. Oh, here's a case we did last week. And then obviously, as you start adding more and more and more, you delete the repeats and you have that in your armamentarium, essentially, to present your before and after pictures. I love the wall of smiles in the reception area. We just have a bunch of before and after pictures in the reception area showing just a bunch of smiles. So people who come in know that this is what we do. And that's one thing that you can start off that's really low hanging fruit. And if you want, you can ask some friends, right? Share back and forth. It's all your comfort level in terms of what you want to show your patients to prove that from an authority standpoint, this is not your first go at it. I'm just curious, have you ever won an award for America's Top Dentist? <laughs> I got one from Benko once and they tried to charge me like hundreds of dollars for a plaque and I didn't buy the plaque, but I took the award. <laughs> I got like seven of those things. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy them every year. I buy them like every other year. This is such a sham. It's like Yelp, where if you pay for <laughs> Yelp for a little bit, and then you stop paying for Yelp and your one stars show up at the top of the list. <laughs> right? Dude, yeah, right. It's I know. Like, it's so, <laughs> I remember one time walking a patient up and it was this old lady and we just blew her away. And she was just so, I just said, hey, here's Justine up here. She's going to take great care. She's going to go over the finances with it. She goes, oh my gosh, this was such an amazing visit. And she goes, oh my gosh. And you won America's top dentist. No wonder. <laughs> I, I just, I, you are. And I'm like, yeah, it was a pretty prestigious award. And uh, You've been bamboozled. I've got all the different ones. I got the plaques. I got the glass ones. I just think about just yeah. inventing my own, man. And here's the thing. You can always go on like Adobe or what's that other Canva and just spruce up your walls, right? Like patients, they don't know. I mean, here's the thing. It's all about this confidence you put forward and your comfort level, but everyone can be America's best dentist. Everyone listening to this podcast, you are America's best dentist. You are. Go ahead and print out a plaque. Just send a $100 check to Nelson Ridge Family Dental in New Lenox, Illinois. <laughs> I will send you back an email and it will have something for you to print out on a piece of paper. <laughs> I saw this news episode recently in California where a lot of people 
in the local city were getting fake degrees from a college called Almeida. You go online, you pay $400, so you can actually get a master's and something, and you print the certificate, and then you can put that on your resume. (laughs) That blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, what did I miss along the way of people's applications that may have been a big sham? Right. I feel like I just want to like tell somebody be like, oh, yeah, when I got my master's, just like throw that in like random conversation. What kind of things can I get my master's in? They have one in philosophy. You get a doctorate on there, too. They had a doctorate in philosophy and other oh. stuff. Yeah. I wanted to be a real doctor. I'm tired of being yeah. like my friends. Tell me <laughs> I'm not real <laughs> so in my startup, you have a budget, right? And inside that budget, let's say most startups can need about 60K of working capital, right? But that's actually not what you need. You need way more than that because there's a ton of marketing that you actually have to do, right? I did a TV commercial. I did implant mailers, right? You do your SEO stuff, right? You do a lot of print marketing that also has to happen. Your website has to be banging. It has to be freaking awesome, Right. And on that website, you need to see how you're the guy to go to. You have to edify yourself very clearly on the site, whether that's if you want to be teaching or you know, if you want to be doing full arch or if you want to do full mouth reconstructions or whatever you want to do, right? But it has to tailor fit that exact outlook of what type of practice you're going to be building, right? Because if you try to build a family practice, but also a reconstruction one, or if you try to build a family practice, but also an implant one, they're going to compete with each other, the marketing campaigns. There's just been this big sweet spot in the past couple of weeks for me, looking at everything really in depth, like who's coming in and who's clicking, who's finding me based on what marketing campaign and really dialing in my GP campaigns versus my implant campaign, right? Because they're going to compete with each other. And right now the implant one's winning. My website is saying it's like 90% leads from implants. I was like, uh-oh, like I need it to be way higher on my general practice campaign because I need a hygienist, right? Like I want to get some actual passive income running through the practice in the hygiene department. I've had the increase pretty drastically my SEO spend on Google ads for all my actual general dentistry campaigns and emergencies and extend how far out my mailers are going for my general practitioner campaign because I have a campaign for GP stuff and I have a campaign for implant mailers as well. So two. Then it's kind of dialing those in even, right? That gets super complex. Like, how do you target your implant mailer? What age, what demographic, how far out are you going to go, right? Then same thing with your general dentistry mailer. How far are you going to go on that one? And I found myself going way shorter than I should have been. I feel like I should be about seven miles instead of about four, which I'm currently doing right now. So there's definitely a ton of things that I've even learned in the past three weeks to dial in. And areas I'm just really missing on even, even with closing those arches the first three weeks. Well, still, it's amazing, though, like to, to do five arches, well, not to do five, but to close five arches and get them started. I'm just curious what you guys think on this. So we don't have to say anybody's companies or brands or anything. I know there's a few people. I'm trying to think if... I wouldn't think about it as the person for circumstance, right? I think of it as pick someone to do your SEO stuff, right? And who cares? Like that could be literally anyone at that point in time, right? Someone that just understands that can do your general stuff. But I think the real important steps are actually how do you like close cases, confidence to do the cases, but also things like mailers or even tracking your leads. So I think if you find someone to do your SEO Google stuff, I think that can be really anyone. Just find someone that's a little bit more affordable, but you really have to find someone 
that really knows a lot into implants or specialty marketing to really dive into mailers or TV or YouTube ads. I've known some people that have thrown a lot of money at these ones where they answer the phone for you and they kind of sift through and then they give it to your office. I can't say that I know anyone that's done that really well, that's had a lot of luck with that. I've been answering the phones myself on implant consults, just those. And I've been able to close those and get them in the chair like really well compared to someone else. Because I'll answer the phone, but hey, this is Dr. Brisky. And like, oh my God, this is Dr. Brisky. And then I'll walk through the case with them and I get them scheduled. I hear their concern. I do my little spiel that I always run through in terms of my discussion and I get them in the chair, right? But I don't think you can rely on everyone in your practice to do those things. So anyone that's really starting a funnel like this or important ads, like important spend in your practice, a lot of people may not want to do this, but answer your fucking phones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do it. I, I did it once, and I was like, Nelson Rich Family Dental, this is... It's awkward, right? This is Paul. <laughs> right. But do it on, I mean, and these calls can come on at any time. I'll find myself, I route my Mango phones to my cell phone. I'll answer the phone on a weekend, right? Oh, man, you're such in startup mode right now. I love Yeah, it. and I'll answer, and I'll convert that patient, and they'll come in Monday morning or Tuesday for a console, right? And they will. But there's just so much education that has to happen for the staff, how to close cases, how to talk about it. It's a big turning wheel for sure. What do you guys think about this? Because people say implant marketing is something that you have to throw money at. I need to throw a lot and you have to keep doing it and stick with it. Almost like with mailers, you got to hit them three times, but implant marketing takes time to build awareness and stuff like that. Do you feel like if someone's throwing a lot of money to the marketing and they're not really getting any kind of ROI on it, that they should continue to throw? At what point are they like, we're doing something wrong? I guess is what my question is. Yeah. Me and Dr. Brisky are in a unique scenario. We get to talk to people all over the nation who are doing this and they will bring up oftentimes like, hey, I signed up with, I won't use the acronym, but this company that does all those things you talked about, there's a bunch of them now. And they are really expensive. And what we found is for a small percentage of people, it works really, really well. And then for the vast majority of people, they just feel like they're not getting conversions. Now, I don't want to stand here without ever having used these companies and say, what's the company? And maybe it's not the office. It could be the office on how they handle the phone calls and all of that. But at the end of the day, what I found is you don't have to throw obscene amounts of money at a company to do something that you can do internally. What you need to do is attract this specific type of patient with intentional marketing, with video testimonials, because everybody says yes to this. Everybody comes in and they're like, yeah, I want to do this yesterday. The biggest issue is, is how do you get them to finance for these cases? right? Where does the money come from? Because that's the problem. The patients who need these complex procedures, even if it's like three implants or four implants, it's a dollars and cents issue. And so you got to partner with companies like Proceed Finance and other things. But then at the same time, it's like people's credit scores are a problem. So how do you screen your calls in a way that allow you to protect your schedule and do hot consultations versus cold consultations? That's the art form. So picture a funnel. Up at the top, it's your marketing is there to create the phone call and to create awareness for your brand. And then your phone skills in your office are there to convert and tell the story and edify the dentist. 
Hey, this is Dr. Brisky's office. I'm so glad you called. Did you hear about us on one of our implant campaigns? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Dr. Brisky teaches people all over the nation how to do this stuff. He is amazing and he's fast and he's awesome and he gives a shit. And then you have some kind of scripting up front and then you have that patient come in for a consultation. Now, what we found is like the secret sauce is we have this and I'd have to look up the company maybe to put it in your show notes because I don't have it in front of me, but it's a way to check someone's credit ahead of time. And we get a little bit of information from them and we pull a soft credit pull ahead of time. So we know how we want to schedule the consultation. Now, it's not 100% accurate, but it points you in the right direction. In our office, we say it's green, yellow, or red. If it's green, they get scheduled for an hour and a half. If it's yellow, they get scheduled for an hour. If it's red, they get scheduled for a half an hour CT in a ghost column. Because the reds barely ever show up and you got to protect your schedule, especially if you don't have a bunch of operatories. The yellows, you roll the dice on, and you still schedule your procedures through it. And the greens, you're just like, okay, yeah, you know what? I think my team is skilled enough to determine if this is a good lead or not. And then the soft credit pool has shown that they have some finances behind them. It's probably a pretty good lead to allocate some time toward. And that's really helped us increase our conversion rate and decrease the amount of people who make it on my schedule and throw grenades into my schedule. Ever since we started using relevance online marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. I mean, we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to relevance marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, does what I ask, and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. I'll say this. When you're marketing for this, right, you want to do that case, right? You want to do that $20,000 case. You want to close that $50,000 case, right? But in doing so, you're turning a blind eye to everything else that exists in that person's treatment plan that could hold them over until they get to the point where they're ready to do it, right? Which is going through your practice for hygiene. What if they want snapping teeth? What if they just want a denture, right? What if they can't afford it? So what I've noticed over the years, especially when Dr. June and myself worked together, him and I would present treatment differently, like completely differently. And he would hit on the things he wants to do, right? And then I would do the opposite. I would have maybe too many options, right? Maybe I hit 
on the denture or the overdenture and, then, and maybe I confuse them, right? So it's a plus and a negative and doing that type of soft credit pull is a very fast way to target basically as you know that they'll never be able to afford something. So you're not going to really taunt them with that option, right? You're going to go to some more affordable options, which is perfectly okay, right? So you'll get there a little bit faster was what I've noticed, but definitely don't leave any options out of the table. I think the most important part to closing cases is just having the charisma to sit down with the patient and make sure that they realize like you're the shit, you're going to get the job done. You will, like you have the confidence, you're making the right decision, but also just giving them just a crap ton of information, right? What's happening in their mouth? Where does this practice succeed over a different practice, right? Like why is that practice superior? And why are we more affordable? And why are we the person you should be going to, right? There's so complexity talking to the patient, but I think a lot of people that spend a lot of money will spend it in the wrong areas too, right? Just because you spend a bunch of money doesn't mean you're going to be able to have the conversation with the patient to convince them to do it. This is years and years of just diving into people's brains and trying to figure out how people function psychologically, right? And all their micro emotions and little things that just mean a ton in a big case like this. You know what I want to add to is one thing that made a big difference in my practice. Now, I'm not doing five cases in three weeks like you guys. My associates close these cases a lot. They don't do the surgery. We have a surgeon that comes in and does the surgery, but they restore the cases. And just one little thing that made a huge difference was creating a one-page sheet that just had dentures, removable with implants, and fixed. And it had like durability, function, like five stars, three stars, cost, maintenance. And it was something I got from one of my buddies, Dr. Patrick Vong. Dude, just that little sheet. I can't tell you how many more cases my associates have closed because they just grab the sheet and they go through the three options. It says how much it is, 25K in arch, 17K in arch, or 6K for a denture. And that's just one little thing. Leads or not, you got to have your systems in order at once the patient gets there. Dude, remember that box like three years ago of teeth? So in this box, I bought a box (laughs) three years ago. Rose, the office manager, claims she had the idea. So I just let her have it. It was my fucking idea, by the way. (laughs) I bought a box and inside the box, I put a bunch of stuff. I put a couple sets of teeth, a denture, an overdenture, and a zirconia arch. Then we started offering the patients the options. That was actually my idea. (laughs) (laughs) but just the little things like that just having the teeth in front of them right like what does it look like right because they have no freaking clue yeah literally last week my wife she actually printed a set of teeth for my first double arch that i sat i sat it on monday she said to me she's like daniel i had no idea what you do until four years later i finally understood it i'm like holy crap if my wife doesn't understand yeah what I'm doing, I guarantee you that patient has no fucking clue what's going on in their actual treatment plan, right? So and a lot of the time, it's our own fault for being too vague, not showing them the prices or the sheets, like you said, Paul, or the models or expectations or patients just get so confused so easy, they shut off and they think there might be only one option, right? And there's so many people you have to just follow up with and let them know, hey, don't be sad or angry that you can't afford this option. There are more affordable options out there. What's great with the models is to hand them the implant like overdenture and be like, try to take that off. And they're like, whoa, wow, that's pretty hard. 
and you're like, this one's fixed. Try to take this one off. They're like, I can't even get it off. I'm like, you're like, it doesn't come off. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, bam, bam. <laughs> My grandma actually has snapping teeth on her bottom. And I always tell the same story. I show up, hey, like these are teeth my grandma has, and she actually chews steak with it. I'll tell them a funny story about how I, I buy the implant parts and send it to my grandma, which is true. And my grandpa changes the snap-in insert out for my grandma and the snap-in teeth. And I think it's nice. like the cutest story that I'll smile. That's, but, <laughs> That's great. But little stories like that, just to make people realize that you're a human being in the console, right? And you're not just like, bah, 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 right? And like the oral surgeon down the street that's just going to say, hey, this case costs 35 grand. Let's get it done. People overcomplicate it to the point where they can't sell the case. Yeah. Anything you want to close off with to hair, just to add, just marketing wise, we're kind of coming up on time, but. No, I'm happy we had this conversation. It just made me think about like, we probably need to do a follow-up because so much was unsaid in this whole process. Just for clarity on the box. As soon as I was like, oh, what's in the box? I thought about the movie Seven. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I was in the box. <laughs> I was thinking about UHF. You ever seen that movie with Weird Al Yankovic? No, I haven't. Okay, so somebody listen. No, probably nobody has. It's I think it's like eighty eight or something like that. Maybe anyway. There's a what's in the box part in that. It has nothing to do with seven. But that's nothing what I was to thinking do with seven. Yeah. Okay, and then just so everyone can envision the box, it's like a wooden box with a mirror with the compartments. It looks really nice. It's not like a cardboard box with models in it. So it's the presentation of everything is important as well. So again, we can dive into it in more detail later about the marketing stuff because. This is actually like a fun conversation. We just scratched the surface on it. Yeah, I think so too. I think in our next episode, we got to do some like little nuggets, just little things like this. I think that's great. Awesome. All right, Colorado Surgical Institute. Go check them out. Check out their courses and everything that they have to offer. I haven't heard anything other than praises for what you guys are doing there. And thanks so much for your time today, guys. And looking forward to do it again. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dune from Colorado Surgical Institute. Just wanted to give you guys a shout out and let you know about the program. We have full arch surgeries. We have lateral sinus lifts. We have block grafting courses all done in one weekend with the whole digital workflow with photogametry units, scanners, 3D printers, milling, you name it, anything regarded to full arch, we cover in depth. We also have a PGCA course. What that is, it's the Postgraduate Clinical Accelerator course where we are gonna be covering wisdom teeth, single implants, and it can be complex single implants with vertical sinus lifts. We'll also be covering full arch extractions with ridge reduction, bone grafting, PRP, suturing, and we also will have a course on socket preservation. So if you guys are interested in any of those courses, please reach out to us at Colorado Surgical Institute the code is here.